Let me ask you a question. How do you get thrown out of a roach motel? I'll yeah. answer that question. The chick I was messing with at the time, these Spanish chicks, right? They were actually cleaning the hotel in the morning. We had the bullshit fucking room for a few days. This one Spanish chick accidentally left the door open to the fucking really expensive room. My chick at the time grabbed me and goes, hey, hey, let's walk over here. I looked into the shower and she goes, well, why don't we just lock the door? Okay, fuck it. They got the keys, too. Yeah, they got the keys, but, I mean, they did walk in on us. Not in the shower, but on the bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got, literally, we had, like, four days left because there was a roach motel. But, yeah, we got kicked out, like, literally on the second or third day. They walked right in, did not hear that. Like, they did not want to hear that shit and kicked us right the fuck out. So I legit got kicked out of a roach motel. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck time is it? Ten oh six. That's it. And then he got me up, huh? Didn't even talk. I was talking. I didn't get some. <laughs> All right, so check this out, right? That was my experience at Dangerfields after, after Rodney Dangerfield died. You know what I'm saying? They're a scam artist. You recording now? Now, now I'm recording. Caroline's. Caroline's. Caroline's on Broadway, right? Listen to this. A few years yeah, ago, Caroline's on Broadway. Like Me and my know. boy went there. We picked I up tickets from the side the guy, the whole nine. Listen to this, right? I told the story a hundred times, and I'll tell it again now that we're recording. We walked in 15 minutes late, right? I had Caroline's on Broadway, right? Walked in 15 minutes late. There was nowhere to sit. We sat on the side, not realizing that we were sitting with all, all the comedians. Time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were ordering fucking, like, literally, my boy, he's actually Wait born. What'd get, man? Listen, listen, my boy is actually born again, so he doesn't drink alcohol. All right. But he was ordering coffee left Hello. and right, the good shit. I was ordering Long Island iced teas and Jack Daniels. You know what I'm saying? After a while, I realized, like, yo, they're not asking us for the bill. Yeah, and he goes... Yeah, man, what's with that? I had like eight coffees already. We've only been here for two that hours. To what you want I'm to looking do. around. That's when they actually this introduced. Copy, listen, listen, listen. All over That's when they actually what? introduced the next comedian. That's when I realized. I was like, bro, don't mm -hmm. say anything. We're actually sitting in the comedian section. Fuck it. They're yeah. handing us drinks left and right, and they think we're part of the show. No, we Like, ain't. literally, the last act actually got up. I was like, you ready? You ready? Bro, I will show back. We walked upstairs. Some big ass fat dude walked up to us. Yeah, hey, hold on a second. Did you guys pay? And I'm like, yeah, man. You edit this shit. Listen, listen. I go, he goes, did you guys pay? I go, yeah, man. Ask the waiters downstairs. We, we were part of the act. <laughs> and we walked right the fuck out. <laughs> I ain't mad. Yo, yeah, I Caroline. Woke up the next that day, what you and my to boy was explaining that, to me. He was like, "Yo, man, you wanted it. yeah." He listen, listen. He was like, "You realize we didn't pay for one drink last night." And I was like, "I was really bad, but now that I'm thinking about it, no, we didn't. We were fucking like literally. He was sucking down fucking coffee That's left and right, like the good shit, and I was sucking down Long Island iced teas." 
and fucking Jack Daniels all night. They thought yeah. the waiters actually thought because they were packed out and we just happened to be sitting with the comedians that we were the comedians. And trust you me, you saw me and him walking into a comedy club, you would have thought we were the comedians too. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I like the back And welcome back to Political This Radio, ladies and gentlemen. In about two seconds, I am about to smoke some really, really, really good marijuana. But that's not the good news. Well, that is good news, but it ain't the good news. That ain't the, the great news. That ain't the big surprise. That ain't the huge present in the box and whatever. Anyway, Political This Radio is pleased to announce that drum roll please well imaginary drum roll because I'm not around my keyboard right now where the hell is my keyboard anyway political this radio is actually pleased to announce that hashtag cook this and gaming this is now part of political this radio that's right ladies and gentlemen so now we will also have podcast um Excuse me, cooking podcasts, little podcasts about food, takeout, uh, restaurants, and you know, shit, even service stops on the way on I-95, I don't know what the huge uh, highway is over, and um, I I would call it the Los Angeles Freeway, wouldn't it be, the biggest freaking highway slash speedway slash whatever you want to call it, over on the west coast, but over on the east coast of the United States, it's the I-95, anyway, that is our very, very, very special news. And I know some people are bummed out to hear it and like, wow, I thought it was going to be bigger than this. No, this actually is pretty big because we're actually expanding now like I was trying to do last year before the freaking <laughs> fucking hit and everybody got shut down and shit got put on hold and everybody was in a cluster and everybody wanted to fight everybody for no fucking reason and everybody had an attitude and all that other shit. But hey... Tomorrow, actually, now that I got you guys here and we're talking about the freaking little pandemic that we had for a little bit over a year, today, and I'm saying tomorrow, I mean today, in New York City, and in, I think, the state of New York, actually, all together in the state of New York, we should finally be able to take a deep breath, because, wink, wink, um, (coughs) excuse me, unless you actually got vaccinated, you are not able to take off your mask. So you can take off your mask if you get vaccinated. And if you do get vaccinated, nobody can ask to see your freaking vaccination card. They're not a doctor, one. Two, there's a thing called patient-doctor confidentiality. Your medical record is your own business. You're not getting signed into school. I can understand getting signed into school and college and, like, when you're working at, like, a a buffet or something like that, you know, or or a freaking restaurant, a busy, busy restaurant. I can understand something like that. But other than that, you know, if you're not working there, you're just going there to visit or you're going there to do business, mind your fucking business. Because the only person, hey, hey, listen, hold on a second. If 
the if the freaking COVID shot actually works that good, then why would you even be worried if somebody else has their shot or not? Who are they getting sick? Somebody else that doesn't have their shot? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to worry. You got your shot. Mind your business. Anyway, didn't want to jump into politics like that, but hey, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Political This Radio, this is season six. I told you, I told you we were going to have 100 episodes in 30 days, and we're busting our pieces, trying to get it going. The last few days, unfortunately, what a way to start off freaking episode, uh, excuse me, season six, is by me actually being sick the last few days, which sucks. <laughs> Because definitely got off to a bad start on that one, but we're back and we're in full swing, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Political this. And once again, please keep a lookout. In the next few days, we will have, um, excuse me, gaming this, and we will have hashtag cook this. And it's going to be a feast. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Political this radio. So, Political This Radio, has anybody heard the news yet? Apparently, AOC actually has a stalker, and has had a stalker since about 2019. Now, this is crazy because, uh, I'll get to that part in a second, that something else that's crazy that happened in 2019, which is a creepy, creepy coincidence... But we're talking about the feud between AOC and, um, how do I put her? Her exact title, I believe, is freshman representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, in 2019, right, Marjorie Taylor Greene actually showed up at AOC's office several times. Uh, she was yelling AOC. She she follows AOC through the, uh, excuse me. Um, stuttering over here gotta get my vocabulary back because it's early in the morning as I was 2019 right so Marjorie Taylor Greene shows up at AOC's office time and time and time again now she's shouting out here following around the hallways and shit like that she's calling check this out she's saying that AOC wears a diaper She's saying that AOC is pathetic. She's calling her a chicken. I I guess we're in second grade. Well, that's what it sounds like to me. Because, come on, when's the last time you told somebody they wear a diaper and freaking they're a chicken? Like, can we grow up a little bit here? Aren't you supposed to be a representative? I I guess she is a representative, the freshman representative, because that's what she's representing, a freshman in high school. (laughs) Anyway, so this is in 2019 when this happens, folks, and she does this time and time and time and time again. At one point, and this is actually on video, you can go and check this up, this part out too, especially this part. Now, freshman representative... Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she brings a uh, few people with her too, one or two guys, you know, one or a few, pick one, I guess, 
but they're yelling through the well she's yelling through the mail slot she's yelling through the mail slot because she couldn't enter through the door you know why she couldn't enter through the door because she actually tried to enter and the door was locked once again her and most likely whatever guy or guys accompanied her and when I say her I mean Marjorie Taylor Greene attempted to enter that office in my opinion honestly well my question is what would have happened had she would have entered that office that's some really 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 scary stuff that is like some that that is some straight up stalker freaking status right there right there Oh, and, and then the guy that actually is with Marjorie Taylor Greene, as Marjorie Taylor Greene is yelling through the door slot, the guy that's with her is, you can't hide, come out and play. Like, I shit you not, this is on video. He's saying that. He's telling AOC to come out and play and she can't hide. And Oh, man. Just, honestly, these lunatics should be thrown in jail. That is straight stalker. And what makes it even worse is that the lady who's doing this, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's a representative. She works for the government, and she's doing this on video. And she's stalking somebody else that works for the government. You know what I'm saying? Like, AOC is up there. That's like... Her status is not a status that you want to go freaking following through the hallways and yelling through their mail slots and bringing people with you. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to do that no matter if you're in uh, the freaking government or not. That's not that's not the government status uh, of a government employee that you want to start following around and harassing since 2019. Holy shit. It, it sounds like some freaking... Oh, oh, whoa, hold on a second, hold on a second. <clears throat> Apparently now, Marjorie Taylor Greene, as I, if I'm understanding, I'm getting this right now, apparently she showed up at Nancy Pelosi's office and, like, hinted at, at her execution or called for her execution or somewhere along those lines. She didn't. She she did it indirectly. Let's just put it that way. She indirectly called for Nancy Pelosi's execution. Apparently, she showed up at her office saying, "With all this stuff, this is a nut job, 100%." And what's just crazy too, which makes matters even worse, in 2000, all this started in 2019, right? In 2019, there was a separate incident where a 31-year-old male was arrested for stalking AOC I believe it was a completely completely separate uh, incident as of right now like it's a completely separate incident but this is really some sick twisted shit man like as if she didn't as if AOC didn't go through enough shit with the first guy now she's got to deal with this lunatic shit that is crazy, man. Like, not for nothing. Like, 
I heard, um, apparently, freaking Marjorie Taylor Greene is, is not the freshman representative anymore. I have to look into that. I'll definitely touch base with everybody, all of our listeners, as to what's going on with this situation. Trust me, I cannot wait to let you guys know what's going on, because Marjorie Taylor Greene, wow, this is crazy, folks, Political This Radio, thank you guys for listening, tune in, season six, thank you. So, apparently there are people that believe that the earth is actually flat with the technology that we have today the earth is actually flat that's what people actually believe now if you're part of the flat earth society this is not for you if you're part of the flat earth society and you want to listen to it anyway then bless you sir or ma'am you have every right to listen to it and i urge you to listen to it there's nothing wrong with taking somebody else's side of the story so with that said it's a beautiful day it's really really early in the morning ladies and gentlemen political this radio the earth is not flat i don't know why you think that i don't know why you believe that i don't know what proof you have to actually freaking say that the earth is flat i'm not gonna get upset i just think it's a little weird and trust me I'm a huge, huge conspiracy theorist myself. But there is no proof whatsoever that the Earth is flat. There is proof, though, that the Earth is not flat. Now, proof number one. Does anybody know what a Concord is? Let's rewind first, okay? Remember when... um, the United States went to the moon, right? Or out of space in general. A lot of people said it's conspiracy theory that they never actually went to the moon. What they did was they actually flew the Concorde around the surface of the Earth, the outer surface of the Earth. Well, the inner surface of the Earth, but it's the outer surface of the Earth. Whatever. You get my point. It's right before you Earth actually, um, the boundaries of Earth's atmosphere actually uh, meets contact with the boundaries of outer space. You know what I'm saying? It's right there, right at the edge, right there. That's what the conspiracy theory's been for years, or decades, excuse me, beyond decades, beyond decades, beyond decades, beyond decades on end, right? There's one problem. If the Earth is flat, did anybody tell people that we're in the Concord? Because they've seen firsthand the curvature of the Earth. And they're in the Concord, so they're going really, really far. It's not like they're getting off and freaking getting on in California and getting off in freaking South Carolina. You know what I'm saying? They're going to the other hemisphere. So they know firsthand because they've seen pretty much most of the curvature of the Earth, or the globe, excuse me. So that's number one. Number two. Anybody ever build a bridge? 
Oh, I'm talking about a real bridge, like a bridge that goes across, like a sound, uh, not a sound, but an ocean or a sound. Or I guess you could sound too. But anyway, if anybody in New York or New York City has ever built a bridge or worked on a Golden Gate Bridge or any bridge on the West Coast or any bridge anywhere in the world, they will tell you that when you put the columns in, right, you have to put the columns in and... Even though you stand the columns up completely straight, when that bridge is finished, because of the curvature of the earth, or not even when the bridge is finished, when the column is even in, because of the curvature of the earth, both columns that stand exactly across from each other on each side of the bridge, on the bottom... They will actually be, I believe, a few millicentimeters or whatever the freaking fraction of a centimeter is. But there will be a few of those. <laughs> Excuse me for not understanding the word. I didn't look it up, to be honest. I just freaking, you know, jumped on here. Because like I said a hundred times, I'll say it again. I don't like looking shit up. I don't like writing anything down. So this is just knowledge in general. So the curvature of the earth itself, it's actually closer on the bottom, the two pillars, than the act, or the two columns, excuse me, or whatever you want to call them, than they actually are on top. Bet you didn't know that one, huh? Flat earthers. Earth flatteners. Farmlanders, get it? Because flat earth, farm, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> so, I, I just this one question real quick, though. Honestly, this one question. And, well, a few questions. And it's a comedic question, but it's an honest question. If, if the earth is flat, and it's one big disc, how come nobody's falling off the edge of it? You know what I'm saying? Like, does satellite ever catch somebody falling off the edge of Earth? And what happens when you fall off the edge of Earth? There's no gravity in space. Do you float away? Do you just stand there? You chill so somebody comes and, like, gets a rope or something and pulls you back in? That's a serious question. <laughs> as comedic as it sounds. <laughs> now, here's a serious question. If, if... The earth is flat. That's what you're saying. Then why does why do we get land floods left and right? Whenever the tide comes in. Obviously, I'm saying we get land floods when the tide comes in and this and that. But we get massive land floods when there's hurricanes, when there's tsunamis and, and you know, shit like that. Why isn't the water just full off the side of the earth? You know what I'm saying? I can understand if the Earth was actually freaking, like, round because of gravity and the Earth's atmosphere and stuff like that, like a complete sphere. But to tell me that it's a disc is hysterical.
And I'm the motherfucker that's high right now. <laughs> Smoked shitload of bud. And I still don't believe that shit. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Political This Radio, I told you we were going to have 100 um, episodes, 100 podcasts, 100, whatever you want to call it. 130 days. And we're going to do it. Going for number 100. And we're going to do it within 30 days. I think this is number 8 actually. Actually. Thank you guys for listening. Political. So. Governor Cuomo himself. Has a book out. Do not. I repeat. Do not purchase this book in fact if you see anybody with this book buy it from that person and then burn it immediately afterwards and it is called I kid you not quote unquote leadership lessons from COVID-19 I want to repeat that again leadership lessons from COVID-19 leadership lessons from COVID-19 do you understand that Okay. In other words, this man was sexually assaulting people before, during, and probably after because COVID-19 pandemic isn't over yet. It's just about over, but I mean, we're still going here and he's there's still people left and right that are popping up about him. He is sexually assaulting people left, not sexually harassing females. He might be doing that too, but he's also sexually assaulting them. Okay, let me give you an example. If I go to somebody's wedding and I grab the bride off the floor by her face and try to make out with her, do you think I'm going to be having the finger pointed at me and say, hey, he sexually harassed her? No, that's sexually, that's sexual assaulting people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand, and the newspapers are trying to sit, switch it around and saying, well, you know, he sexually harassed somebody else. No, he didn't. He sexually assaulted somebody else. If I grab somebody's ass, that's sexual assault. That's not sexual harassment. See, we're in the middle of recording, and I'm already getting phone calls on this mofo. But listen, folks. I have no clue who that is to begin with. Otherwise, I would have actually freaking answered it. So, there's a difference between sexual assault and sexual harassment. If I walk up to you and say, Hey, bitch, what's going on? You could take that as sexual harassment because that's what it is. It's sexual harassment. It's not sexual assault because I have not made any physical contact with you. Once I make physical contact with you, then it becomes sexual assault. So if I walk up to you and grab your ass, hey, bitch, what's going on? That's sexual assault and sexual harassment. You know what I'm saying? What Cuomo's doing is sexual assault. And the newspapers who are just hardcore Democrats, and, you know, you can't blame the Republicans for this one. As much as I would love to blame both sides, you can't blame the Republicans for this. They have nothing to do with this. This is all the Democrats doing and freaking Cuomo and all these mofos. Okay? And this was taking place during and before the pandemic. 
but then we get to the beginning of the pandemic and most of most of through 2020 him and freaking this this you can blame on partly on the republicans too but him and uh trump were playing grab ass in the corner while everybody was trying to figure out what the hell to do with ourselves and what we're going to do with companies and money situations and all that and him and Trump are freaking, no, it's you, 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 no, it's you. Like, this is stupid. This is straight up legit stupid. And everybody's looking at the both of them like, hey, you, you know, we got some shit going on over here. Like, can we pull our heads out of our asses for a second? I mean, but I'm not going into detail about that too much because you guys have already heard that on a previous podcast when I was talking about what's going on with the um, the pandemic and all that shit because Cuomo didn't do anything during the pandemic. He was getting accused of shit left and right, and he was being a dick. And Like, um, oh, you know what he did do during the pandemic? Okay, somebody question, answer this question. Somebody answer this question. How is it? How is it that everything, everything is on lockdown? Can't do this. That's closed. Can't do that. That's closed. I mean, in New York, in Suffolk County, New York, well, he was in Albany, but it's all New York State was pretty much on lockdown. Like, all of it. Somehow he managed to come up with nipple rings during the freaking pandemic. Can anybody answer that question? I mean, hey, if the guy's a freak, the guy's a freak, then he's a freak. Nothing wrong with that. If he's a freak, then by all means. But my question is, how did he end up with him? Everything's locked up and we're on lockdown. He ain't gonna act like he don't have them. You know what I'm saying? And one more thing, too, I add to that. When he had the nerve to say family gatherings on the 4th of July, family gatherings on Thanksgiving, family gatherings on Christmas can only be a certain amount. And, you know, they're going to send police to the door, which they can't do. And we're going to get into that in a few episodes, too, of how many of the Bill of Rights, the first 10 commandments, um, oh, excuse me, commandments, the first 10 amendments of the Bill of Rights, commandments, right, the first 10 amendments of the Bill of Rights, for those who don't know, in the United States, and we're going to get into how many of them were broken, left and right, and people are worried about free speech, but every, every other freaking, free speech doesn't count, because the moment you go to freaking jail, what said can be will use again can and will be used against you that means they have the right and they do to switch up everything that they're freaking that you're saying and make it freaking turn it against you um into your statement into evidence in other words that's a whole big spiel but we'll get into that in a few episodes but how holiday greetings okay this guy had the nerve to tell everybody who they can and can't have in their freaking house and have over and what family members, right? Check this out. He put a freaking no-no on that. Then coming up on um, Thanksgiving, this guy's got how many people over his house? He's got his mother over, his elderly, elderly mother. When he stressed the fact that they're actually more prone to actually being um, infected with the coronavirus. Can you figure that one out? So somebody please tell me 
due to sexual, and the, the name once again, folks, is Leadership Lessons from COVID-19. Can you tell me how sexual assault, not sexual harassment, sexual assault, getting his nipples pierced when somehow sex shops are like closed down and piercing shops, right? Or no, the strip clubs was open because somebody was getting shot at a strip club while everything was supposed to be closed down. So I don't know how people were getting shot at a strip club. Was a, strip, a strip club was a necessity, I believe, in, in Cuomo's mind. This is the, people fucking dying left and right, apparently. And Cuomo, at least he's getting a lap dance and his tits pierced. And grabbing bitches. I, I'm sorry, I don't want to say bitches because they're not bitches. They're actually innocent victims. So I apologize about that because they're not they're not bitches. But I, I was saying that in Cuomo's mind. But grabbing random people and just tricking by the face and making out with them. This guy's a real weirdo. Now now that crosses into weirdo territory. Real weirdo territory. Then the holiday greet. This guy. Okay, first of all, he's pocketing his money. Pocket pocketing his money. He's pocketing our money, New York State's money, with everything he does. Let me explain to you about the Long Island Railroad. Okay, the Long Island Railroad, and that's a different topic for another day, and we'll jump into that one too, but real quick. Cuomo wanted X amount of money for the Long Island Railroad to fix the tracks. I quote, to fix the tracks. At least that's what he led us to believe. The moment that money went into his hands, the Long Island Railroad didn't fix any tracks. They actually fixed the waiting rooms, which took literally about like maybe eight to ten months, I believe, for the Long Island Railroad, when it could have really honestly been done. Each waiting room could have been done within a week. Tops. Tops. But it didn't. They extended it, and they made everybody wait, and they gave everybody, and this was just a big detriment to everybody, especially those going back and forth to the city who had to actually work there. Nobody asked for that to be done to begin with. That could, That is so cheap in comparison to the amount of time and the amount of money it would take to redo the Long Island Railroad tracks like people wanted it to be done. Like, he led us to believe what would have been done. What, when it came time, time in the United States, well, not in the United States, but New York State, was like, hey, um, you going to work on these tracks like you promised us? His exact response is, uh, where's the money? We need more money. Like, what happened to the money we gave you, dude? Like, that's that's what it is. Andrew Cuomo, his time in office is one big New York State scam. That's it. His 5.1, I repeat, he made $5.1 million for quote-unquote leadership lessons from COVID-19. This is a disgrace. It honestly is. It's a disgrace that he would even freaking... Wow. And people actually like this guy. Whatever the case. <laughs> but folks, if you're listening once again, I urge you, do not, do not purchase this guy's book. You want to know whose book you do purchase, though? This is a great segue. I did not set it up like this. I This actually popped up at the top of my head. <laughs> you actually go out and you can purchase. If you want to purchase a book about politics, don't, pol- don't purchase Governor. Sorry, I had to say that. 
Andrew Cuomo's book or any of the books that he put out. You can hear the truth. By the way, most likely, most likely, he probably had a ghostwriter for that book and didn't pen anything in that book, I guarantee you, because politicians and, um, you know, A-list celebrities, I guess you want to call them, at the Kardashians, because it's, you think the Kardashians are going to sit down and write a book? Come on. You really think Kim Kardashian, I mean, she could have, she could have, like, took online courses or whatever, or she could have just paid somebody to take the online courses for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not reading a book anytime soon. And I've already explained that, and freaking the Kardashians are a disgrace. But this isn't about them. This is about freaking Governor Cuomo's book or books, plural, because he has more than one, but I honestly, maybe one book he probably tried to put out in pen, but the rest of them, he didn't freaking write any of them, I guarantee you, he probably added like one or two sentences, but that's it, you want to read a real politician's book that was actually penned by themselves, and not freaking switched around and lied about, and you know, all that shit, then read Governor Jesse Ventura's books, any of them, and I'll tell you why in a few episodes coming up, political this, ladies and gentlemen, or political this radio, excuse me, oh, and by the way, no, we don't, we do not ask any of the viewers for money, like, we've made that point known 1,000%, if you want to support us, though, don't feel ashamed of sharing this podcast, or any of our podcasts, play it wherever you can, Political this Radio, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Okay, hold on a second. Before we actually end, I apologize. <coughs> I was just getting so into detail about this guy. <coughs> One Andrew Cuomo. I forgot the most important fact of all. The fact that this guy lied about how many people in the senior, uh, sen- senior citizen centers and elderly homes, whatever you want to call them, nursing homes. He lied about the numbers. He lied about all the numbers. And one more thing, I can't understand, okay? They stripped him of his rights, or not his rights, but they stripped him of his role, his job. Okay, of the freaking pandemic. They stripped him of his leadership role to begin with. They said, you're no longer in charge. No longer in charge. You have nothing to do with COVID-19 anymore. You know you did a horrible job. New York State or whomever did it. But now he's putting out a book saying leadership during the COVID-19 or lessons learned for leadership lessons or who the fuck cares. Just don't purchase that fucking piece of shit book from this guy. The guy is under investigation for sexual freaking harassment. Not assault, but harassment somehow. When he should be under investigation for assault. Now, on top of it, he's putting out a book saying leadership lessons during freaking COVID-19. You were you got stripped of that. You were such a horrible leader that you got stripped. You should have been stripped from your freaking... Uh, imagine you go into your job tomorrow morning. 
and you grab the nearest female by, oh, you got married? Congratulations. Grab them by the face and try to make out with them. You think they would bring you upstairs and say, hey, um, you could be fired for this, you know? No, you would be arrested for that in a fucking heartbeat. And to top it off, imagine you were the freaking manager of the store, the district manager. Fuck the manager of the store. You were the district manager on top of that. And you went ahead and did something like that to the chick at the cash register. And then human resources say, hey, um, we're going to investigate you. And, and if we find out that, no, that you're lying, you, you might lose your job. You might lose your job. Imagine that happens in real life, but it, it just did. It just did, because this is what's happening now. They told us that he stripped of all leadership duty from COVID-19. They told us that he was going to be impeached. They did not tell us anything about freaking charges being brought up against him, which should actually happen. And here he is now putting out books, pocketing money, and freaking telling us, telling us what we're going to do during COVID-19. The rest of COVID-19. Can you fucking imagine that? So what happened? And I know you're listening to this. Well, as of right now, when I put it on, you're going to be listening to this before you listen to the rest of it. That's why I just want to throw this out there now. Because I know once you get to the end of that, you're not even going to realize that this is thrown onto it. So anyway, if you're listening to this, folks, you're actually listening to this in reverse. Now let's, now we can jump into the original conversation. Then you'll figure out why you're listening to this in reverse. Because I totally forgot the main freaking reason why we're on here to begin with. Because of his leadership roles. <laughs> this guy's a fucking joke. A fucking joke. So, I have in my hand right now, possibly just the most perfect book that I have ever read. <coughs> Excuse me, I just got finished hitting some butt. And it is called, Shit Politicians Say, by Governor himself, Jesse Ventura. Now remember, a few, it might have been the last podcast, or the one before that, the one where I was telling everybody, do not buy Governor Cuomo's book, it's going to be a crock, and I explained why, and I said he didn't even write it, guarantee you, just like Hillary Clinton didn't write any of her books, but Governor Ventura actually writes all of his books, and what makes it even better, is I recommend all of his books, if you don't, okay, listen, if you don't like Governor Ventura for whatever reason, you have to read this book, because that has nothing to do with him, you know what I'm saying, he does put himself in the book, because obviously if he's going to talk about politicians saying stupid shit, he added himself in, on top of that, let's just say you just like to read, but you don't like Jesse Ventura, but you like to read, you want a good book, get this book, it's filled, filled with shit that politicians say, literally, Oh, excuse me, from both sides, from every side, actually, from every angle, from uh, Republicans, Democrats, the Senate, freaking, you know, let me break it down for you right now. I'm going to give you an excerpt from the book from Jesse Ventura, Shit Politicians Say, and this is from George W. Bush, 
and this is, I think, this chapter itself, I think, is the most hysterical thing I've ever read. Some of it is confusing, because George Bush is, you know, it's, I've read this, before I continue, I've actually read this chapter, and I've thought to myself, like, I know George Bush is dumb, but I didn't think he was fucking stupid. Like, one, he can't speak proper fucking English to begin with. And I can, but I just add a lot of fuck words and, and a lot of cursing, whatever the case. But this guy is fucking stupid. I know if he made it to college, which he did, if he made it to college, which he did, somebody paid for that shit. There is no way he made it past the fifth grade. Listen to what he says, right? And this is U.S. News and World Report, April 3rd, 2008. This is actually a line that he actually uh, said in the U.S. News and World Report on April 3rd, 2008. George Bush, you ready? I think anybody uh, who doesn't think I'm smart enough to handle this job is underestimating. Yes, I think you were correct on that one. President, former President Bush Jr. Anybody, once again, I quote, I think anybody who doesn't think I'm smart enough to handle this job is underestimating. Well, you hit the nail right on the head on that one. And, okay, check this out. In Florence, South Carolina, speaking about the No Child Left Behind Act, remember that one? November 11, 2000. Rarely is the question to ask, is our children learning? Did you catch that one? Is our children learning? On the economy, if terriers and barriffs are torn down, this economy will grow. Ready? Oh, it gets better. George W. Bush, ready on, on important issues. This is while discussing malpractice lawsuit uh, reforms on September 6, 2004. Quote, unquote. Too, too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their love with women across this country. I really hope that they're not, actually, because that's uh, it's a little creepy. It really, really... <sighs> and if you're a hard-working mother, you're hard-working to put food on your family. I was paraphrasing that, but the end, the last, you're working hard to put food on your family, that he actually said that, President George Bush Jr., <laughs> Okay, and they have some quotes from Sarah Palin in here, and they have some quotes from now president, who was, I believe, uh, former vice president at the time, because Trump was already in office, uh, Joe Biden, he's in here as well, saying the most racist, racist shit, and folks, mind you, this came out, hold on, I want to get the copyright right here, and the publishing date and all that, this came out in 2016, President Joe Biden was not president until this year, 2021. This came out five years ago. Do you understand now? Like, this book published the most racist shit that Joe Biden has actually said. See, this is why you have to freaking... If you're into politics, definitely, I urge anybody, definitely get any of Jesse Ventura's books. Governor Jesse Ventura. He's not paying me to say this. I have no association with him. I'm just infatuated with his books. I've got this in the mail, uh, I want to say about maybe two weeks ago, if that, and it's uh, three weeks ago, probably, if that, and I'm already done. I honestly put it down and forgot to pick it back up, and I was a little annoyed until I looked across the room and saw it there. I was like, oh, a freaking book. But altogether, altogether, reading hours, I think it was like somewhere between eight and a half to ten hours. 
reading hours altogether. I zoomed through it as fast as I could. It was so great. Some shit I had to read over because it was too hysterical. So, folks, once again. Oh, wait, hold on. I want to read another excerpt. Let me just pick a random one. Obama's position. Vice President Joe Biden on jobs. October 15, 2008. The number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word, J-O-B-S. Think about that one for a second. Oh, here you go. Here, you, This is what I was looking for. This isn't like a, a joke. This is actually a coincidence. There, there was one in particular. Let me take the cigarette out of my mouth. There was one in particular that I was looking for, and I just happened to freaking flip to it, thank goodness, it's on page 27, for those who already have it, on page 27, somewhere towards the uh, bottom of the page, Joe Biden referring to Barack Obama at the beginning of the 2008 Democratic primary campaign, this is January 31st, 2007, you ready for this racist shit, quote, unquote, this is your president, folks, I mean, you got the first mainstream African-American whose agriculture, who, excuse me, who was articulate and bright and clean and a nice looking guy. I mean, that's a storybook, man. You want to hear that one again? Quote, unquote. I mean, you got the first mainstream African-American who was articulate and bright and clean and a nice looking guy. I mean, that's a storybook, man. This is Joe Biden saying this in 2007. This is like, he was vice president in less than a year than from there. In less than a year. Oh, there's another one. This goes uh, way, 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 way back to the early stages of the United States. Our founding fathers. Shit that I found. Wait till, oh, Philadelphia. George Washington. You're going to like this one, folks. Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. Matter of fact. Go to part two, because I didn't even realize I was going like eight minutes into this. So go to part two. And this is on the city of Philadelphia. And um, George Washington was actually comparing the city of Philadelphia to the city of Boston. And you're not going to like this whatsoever, folks. So I'll see you guys on part two. Thank you guys for listening. I'm so happy. Once again, these are excerpts from Jesse Ventura's Shit Politicians Say. And this is part two, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Shit politicians say, by the one and only, excuse me, let me clean my voice, by the one and only Jesse Ventura. This is the funniest, dumbest, most outrageous things ever uttered by our leaders. And once again, folks, I urge you, if you don't like Governor Ventura, but you like reading, please pick this book up. If you're just getting into reading, pick this book up. If you just like reading pick this book up if you love politics or reading about politics or you like jesse ventura in general pick this book up i gave it five stars and i'm a reading fanatic that is no lie i have books on top of books on top of books with that said we're getting into part two and i left you guys at in part one this is on the city of philadelphia this is um what george washington actually had to say when he was comparing the city of Philadelphia to the city of Boston, or vice versa. Are you guys ready for this one? Quote from George Washington. 
Philadelphia, this was back when George Washington was spelled, uh, when George Washington, when Philadelphia was spelled with a Y, P-H-Y-L-A-D-E-L-P-H-I-A, instead of P-H-I. Philadelphia, with all its trade and wealth and regularity, is not Boston. The morals of our people are much better. Their manners are more polite and agreeable. Our language is better. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, our language is better. Our taste is better. Our persons are handsomer. <laughs> oh man, he's just shitting on Philadelphia right now. Our spirit is greater. Our laws are wiser. Our religion is superior. Our education is better. We exceed them in everything but in the market. And that's what George Washington had to say about Philadelphia. Which is weird because as he was actually, um, you know, rounding up people for uh, the freaking Continental Army, you know, that George Washington had. Didn't he go to Philadelphia after he made it to New York? And he went to New York after he already made it because they started up from the Canada area and worked their way down. If I'm not mistaken, George Washington and his army. Which is crazy. He just talked all that shit about Philadelphia and then ran to Pennsylvania on his way and said, hey, come on, guys. Anyway, so let me see if I can grab another one out of here. And if you just read the last one, like, that that was George Bush that I did on the last one, some of the racist shit that freaking, oh, shit, JFK has said. Let me see if I can find, these seem pretty long, so I'm going to skip past that one. I'm just going to find a random page. All right, so... This is Ted Cruz, and he's talking about weather and climate are two different things. This should be interesting. You ready? This is on CNN, February 20th, 2014. So if you don't believe me and you think I'm, like, switching words around or anything like that or not being honest, I'm telling you exactly where it's from, as as does this book. So this is CNN, February 20th, 2020, uh, 2014. Quote, unquote, from Ted Cruz. You always have to be worried about something that is considered a so-called scientific theory that fits every scenario. Climate change, as they have defined it, can never be disproved. Because whether it gets hot, excuse me, because whether it gets hotter or whether it gets colder, whatever happens, they'll say, well, it's changing, so that proves our theory. Which, actually, I'm not going to argue about that. He does have a point on that. Whether it gets colder or hotter, I've noticed that people will always blame it on freaking climate change. So I'm not going to argue against that. (laughs) So let's go. Hillary Clinton, I'm voting to go to war in Iraq. Oh, you're going to like this one, folks. Ready? This was on October 10th, 2002. It was remarks during voting on the Senate floor. Remarks during voting on the Senate floor, October 10th, 2002, remember. And quote, unquote. So it is with conviction that I support this resolution as being in the best interest of our nation. A vote for it is not a vote to rush to war. It is a vote that puts awesome responsibility in the hands of our president. And we say to him, use these powers uh, wisely and as a last resort. Now, she's actually pushing to go to war really fast. You ready? This is February 2nd, 2007. About four and a half years 
after she already said she's pushing to go to war in a heartbeat too Senate floor speech on the war in Iraq quote unquote four years ago our president rushed us into a war in Iraq if I had been president in October of 20, uh, 2002 I would have never asked for authority to divert our attention from Afghanistan to Iraq and I certainly would have never started this war if she was president in October of 2002 okay the problem is in October of 2002 she just actually said that she would vote to actually go to war as quick as possible Hillary Clinton on Russians in Syria this is on face the nation September 10th uh, excuse me September 20th of 2015 quote unquote I hope we're not turning into the Russians or turning to the Russians See, Hillary Clinton has said a lot of crazy shit and that people, you know, still try to deny. No, she's never said that. It's out there. It's, it's all over the place. Remember, this is this is shit you can look up now because, you know, the information superhighway has expanded so much. <clears throat> Rick Perry believes being gay is a choice. You ready? This is on the campaign trail. Why does anybody vote for this guy? Rick Perry, by the way, is in here a number of times time saying the dumbest shit possible. Are you ready? This is on the campaign trail, August 30th, 2010. Quote, unquote. There is a land of opportunity, friends. It's called Texas. We're creating more jobs than any other state in the nation. Would you rather live in a state like this or a state where guys can marry guys? That's Rick Perry. <laughs> and he's in here a lot. There's a lot of shit that's in here. Like I said, folks, once again, I wasn't trying to actually go over the limit of five minutes. I was just trying to freaking, you know, give you guys some excerpts. I keep stumbling over that word. I apologize. I'm stoned. And I was just making fun of George Bush for not speaking English properly. <laughs> but anyway, that was excerpts. Thank you. From Shit Politicians Say, Jesse Ventura. I urge you guys to just read any Jesse Ventura book. If, if you're looking for a really, really complicated book to read, I do urge, I do urge you to look for 63 documents the government doesn't want you to read by Jesse Ventura. I repeat, 63 documents the government doesn't want you to read by Jesse Ventura. That is literally filled, and I mean filled with government documents. And even if you're not into it, like I said, even if you're not into reading government documents, or even conspiracy theories, or Governor Ventura for that matter, and you just like reading, I challenge you to read that book, because it is ridiculously hard. You gotta remember, it's government writing, so they use a lot of tricky wording and a lot of big words that you'll read, but I don't understand. I've found myself personally, I've read it twice already, but I found myself personally reading one page over, you know, a few pages over. But you get what I'm saying? I, I, let, let me rephrase myself. I found myself personally reading the same page over like five times. And that happened a couple of times. I would get to a page and the wording was so, but once you get through the book, you're like, I got to read that again. I can't believe I got through that, but it took me so long to get through 63 documents the government does not want you to read, or doesn't want you to read, excuse me. And hey, who knows, maybe if we get the chance, we'll actually do some excerpts from that book too. So, this is Political This Radio, ladies and gentlemen, and by the way, 
you guys are still listening thank you guys so much thank you guys for supporting us and if you want to support us even more you can do us a huge huge favor and share us all over the place wherever you can political this radio let us blow up like that we don't ask for money because we don't need your money you know what i'm saying we would never do that to our listeners if you want to support us once again or you can go to politicalthisradio at gmail.com. That's politicalthisradio at gmail.com. And you can let us know what you uh, what you guys think. Let us know your comments. Hey, if you hate something that we said, go ahead. Let it out. Let us know why you hate it. And let us know, too. Hey, we give you guys authority to actually read this email. You know what I'm saying? Like, on the air. Or whatever the case is. So let us know that beforehand. And we'll definitely read your email over the uh, air. Political This Radio. Hey, even if you have a topic, if you have a topic that you want us to touch on that you're not sure about and say, hey, what is your opinion of this or that? Email us, politicalthisradio at gmail.com. Love you guys. Thank you. Okay, so... New York State Governor Cuomo is taking responsibility for this one. And as you actually heard on my last podcast about Governor Cuomo, why is he even in office still? Like, seriously. But I've already went through that spiel. So listen to this, folks. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York State. The governor of New York State. This guy is now paying people with a free... Well, he's saying it's free... I mean, if you're lining up and getting something you don't want to get, you're doing a job for somebody, he's repaying you. Can't even give you $20. He's just giving you a scratch-off ticket worth $20. Well, it's not worth $20. It's a $20 scratch-off ticket. Never mind. You get the point. It is, if I'm not mistaken, Mega Multiplier. Now, what kind of deal I want to know does A, Andrew Cuomo, B, the New York Lottery, and C, Johnson & Johnson, and the COVID, you know, vaccine centers, like, this is all, this is all a game to them, this is all a money grabbing, this is what it feels like, one pop-up site is just handing out free drinks to some restaurant later on, around the area, Like, this is not good, folks. Like, for the simple fact that you have Johnson & Johnson, okay? That's all Monsanto and all that shit. You can look it up yourself. Now you have Governor Andrew Cuomo. And we all know his spiel. Then you have freaking coronavirus, um, you know, vaccine in the pop-up centers. And they're, they're... Literally, New York State is just at the point where they're just paying people. Here, go line up and go get your freaking vaccine. If you want my opinion of the vaccine, we'll get to that in a few episodes. We'll definitely will. But right now, I think this is horrible. There are people right now that need a lot of help. And I'm not talking about freaking from coronavirus. I'm saying, like, they're out of uh, work. They need food. Then this, that, and the third. Like, you've basically, like, starved people because you've ripped people off, Governor Cuomo. 
for freaking years, years on end. And you're just like, yeah, here's a $20 ticket. Go ahead and stand in line. Go ahead, go ahead. Because you need your pockets filled too. This is horrible. That they're doing this. It's a five, $5 million ticket. Well, that's the top price. And this is Thursday, actually. When uh, when they actually announced it. And next week, apparently, you say, but enough about that. There's more crap that's going on with this loser, um, with the governor. And it is his brother, Chris Cuomo. And apparently, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it Chris Cuomo who's trying to throw his freaking name in the uh, hat? That's the saying, right? To be elected as the next governor of New York. Please, people, do not, do not make this mistake the fourth time or the fifth time. Well, how many? There's a lot of Cuomo's. Mario Cuomo, remember that he was freaking uh, governor. I'm not sure for how long, though. I got to look that up. But Andrew Cuomo, come on. Like, how is he not in jail? That's what I don't understand when you sexually assault people and you're not in jail. But this guy, freaking Chris Cuomo, apparently he's the one who called for the meeting and called every, uh, well, told um, Andrew Cuomo just to, quote, unquote, to take a defiant position and not to resign from the governor's office. And that's what he didn't do. I mean, well, that's what he did. He didn't resign. But the problem is everybody just brushed it under the rug like it was nothing and just went back to business as usual. You know, like I said, I don't understand it because I'm sitting here. I was like, well, why is he still making, first of all, were we not? And I'm going to look for that, too. We were all told. Everybody knows. We were all told. He got stripped of all of his duties, his power, everything that has to do, his leadership role or whatever you want to call it in the COVID freaking 19, you know, situation. He got stripped of all that. And he was up for impeachment, which, like I said, that's like being up for losing your job for sexually assaulting somebody. Um, Doesn't somebody get arrested here? Isn't there a huge investigation? But it doesn't happen. As I said, it was going to get brushed under the rug and business as usual, and that's what happened. He got the wag of the finger and back to normal. Now Now he's doing even more shit when it comes to the fucking uh, corona pandemic. Now he's making even more shit. This is crazy, folks. And that's your news when it comes to freaking Governor Cuomo. He's at it again. This man is honestly, he's involved in too much stuff. Way too much stuff, man. Holy Moses. Somebody needs to get him out of office. They need to hurry up and investigate and press charges on him. I mean, actually, press charges on him. Don't just impeach him. Press charges on him, impeach him, and get him the fuck out of office. And don't ever let his brother, because his brother was in on it too. He was he was aiding and abetting him. Well, not abetting him, but he was aiding him. So his brother's in on it too. His brother should be restricted for running for any type of office in New York State, or any a type of office higher than New York State. Politicalist Radio, ladies and gentlemen. That's your Cuomo update for today. Oh, and by the way, before we go, 
make sure um, that you guys go once again make sure you guys share this as much as you can and get the word out about Politicalist Radio also if you guys have a request if you guys have a comment if you guys have something to bitch about just hit us up at politicalistradio at gmail.com. That's politicalistradio at gmail.com. Even if you want us to talk about a topic, we got you. So, um, here's the situation, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, we are worldwide when we see when I say this. And by the way, FYI. If you guys have anything to say, if you guys have any comments, if you guys want us to touch on anything, if you have any points to make that you want to bring across, please don't hesitate to actually get a hold of us at politicalthisradio at gmail.com. That's politicalthisradio at gmail.com. Trust me, uh, within due time, we'll definitely have a website set up. We're working on that right now currently, and then we will actually have a phone number where you guys can get a hold of us. And it's going to be great. Anyway, so, um, here's the situation. Long Island. And I have to call Long Island out on this. I have to call Long Island out, out on this. See, Long Island, they had a march, okay? A protest, a march, uh, a picket, whatever you want to call it. And it was for, on the one-year anniversary and this just happened on the one-year anniversary of George, George Floyd, who was innocently killed by police. If anybody wants to march for that, I respect that. But here's the problem with Long Island. They did that one day, maybe two days, after an innocent man in Manorville was fatally shot, unarmed on top of that, fatally shot in Suffolk County. In Manorville, 44-year-old, rest his soul. I feel for his family. The point I'm trying to get across is, why is nobody marching for this guy? And it has nothing, it has nothing to do with police killed another innocent black man or because this guy is white and George Floyd is black. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that, okay, if you look at the situation... Look what happened to Keith Bush. He's still alive and well, thank God. But the problem is, this is Suffolk County. This is Nassau County. This is Long Island we're talking about. This is the, you know, this is the corruption that takes place within police brutality, within police corruption. I got news for you guys. Keith Bush is black. Nobody's sticking up for him. Nobody's marching for him. Nobody's protesting, having any signs for him. And do you know why? And I'll tell you why. And shame on Long Island for this. And I have to call Long Island out for this. 100%. I have to call Long Island out for this. Because it's all for clout. That's why. It's all for clout. It has nothing to do with black and white. It has nothing to do with freaking police brutality. It's all for clout. Because if it had to do with police brutality, no offense. And I understand this is a big situation with police brutality, you know, with the uh, George Floyd case. But you have to understand, there was an innocent victim, once again, that was shot by the police department here on Long Island and died. And a day after... Not one person had a parade for him. 
Not one person protested. Not one person had a sign. And that's the same thing that happened with Keith Bush. And I keep telling everybody, I said, here's the problem. I said, Keith Bush, hold on, let me mute this. I said, Keith Bush happened, the news about Keith Bush came out in December 19, uh, 2019. December 2019. And I said it once and I'll say it a thousand times. Not one person held a sign. Not one person wanted to protest. Do you know why? Do you know why? has nothing to do with race, religion, sex, any of that. It has to do with clout. That's why. Because it's not the popular thing to do. Because it's not all over social media. Because it's not worldwide in the fucking newspaper and in the news. Long Island, stand the fuck up, seriously. I am calling you out. Because that is fucked up. No offense to anybody who's ever died of police brutality. That's not from Long Island. That's not what this is about. It's about the fact that the only time, the uh, except 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 for um, William Floyd, I commend Long Island for that. I'm not gonna lie. Except for William Floyd, I commend Long Island for actually standing up and saying, "Get get rid of this fucking guy. Fuck this guy." I commend him for that. Most of, not all of them, not all of them, hold on a second, because there's, you know, I can come out and say, yeah, let's go protest William Floyd, and and I've wanted to so many times, I've actually came out so many times and actually spoke about William Floyd and the slavery issues and this, that, and the third, but how many people that were protesting William Floyd actually looked that up, or were they just doing it for clout once again, you know what I'm saying, but that's another story for another day, another issue, I could be wrong. Maybe the majority of them actually knew what was going on with William Floyd and said, fucking guy out of here. But why did it have to be popular to do it? Sorry. Like, I got to put Long Island on the spot right now because I'm very, very, very upset because I thought Long Island, because you got to remember, like, we're an island. A lot of people say, no, we're a peninsula. No, we are an island. We are surrounded by four bodies of water. There, There is Queens and there is also Brooklyn. Guess what? Originally, Brooklyn and Queens were part of Long Island. Somehow they made it boroughs, even though Brooklyn and Queens are actually attached to each other, which makes Long Island as a whole an island. Don't be fooled. I know they're trying to change the history. But Brooklyn and Queens are part of Long Island, which makes it an island, a really long one. But anyway, back to the subject at hand. Like, this is, this is horrible that every, every other, like, few weeks, you literally see, um, in the newspapers, on social media, and not even the social media, let me rephrase that, you see a small article in the newspaper, and you see a freaking tidbit here, in freaking News 12, or local news, or whatever, about somebody in Suffolk County, who's beaten up, or somebody in Suffolk County, who's just shot by the police, that, you know what I'm saying, and it's like, everybody goes, oh wow, and that's it, there's somebody, like literally, Long Island, let me ask you a question, does somebody have to go to social media and freaking make a big hoo-ha out of it? Does it have to be on the front page of every newspaper for you to stand the fuck up and do something about it? Because guess what? 
Let's call a spade a spade here. This shit is happening on Long Island. It's been happening on Long Island. It just happened on Long Island. And the day after it happens on Long Island, you go and freaking have your clout and your moment and your 15 minutes of freaking social media hoo-ha. That's horrible. You totally missed the fucking cause. All of you. Most of you. Not all of you. Some of you actually know the cause. But you totally missed the fucking cause. And then to top it off. There was a protest. Okay. That happened last year. Against uh, police violence. And this that and the third. And um, it was happening in Rocky Point. And it, it, the protest. Okay. For <laughs> Isn't this something. I love Rocky Point, don't get me wrong, but this is the funniest thing, it was a protest that took place in a shopping center, and that's it, there wasn't no marching, it was in a shopping center, and that's all, the police showed up, the people who were protesting the police showed up, and they all had pizza and hung out for a little while, that's not a protest, that's a gathering, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's not a protest. That's like if I'm going, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to protest, you know, my next door neighbor. And then I go next door and hang out with him. We're listening to music, eating pizza. Well, where the fuck is the protest? Come on, man. Let, let's call a spade a spade here once again. Like, you know, facts are facts, as is. It's as is. You can't hide the truth. Like, Long Island, come on, man. Not for nothing, we gotta stand up, because this is fucking, like, stop jumping on everybody else's bandwagon, and stand the fuck up, and be a leader yourself, and stop following everybody else to fuck around, and waiting for some, ooh, wait, I can get clout, look, I'm protesting for something that, like, millions of other people are doing, and then something over here happens, hey, you're gonna protest, no, that has nothing to do with me, hold on, oh, look, 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 hold on, does my hair look good, you know what I'm saying, get a fucking life, stand the fuck up, Long Island, I'm sorry, like, I know a lot of you motherfuckers are like, yo, like, really, like, you represent Long Island to the fullest, and now you're just fucking shitting on, yes, yes, in this case, in this matter at hand, I have to. Because that this is disgusting. What you motherfuckers is doing for clout. For clout. You're using people's deaths. People's death for clout. You're not marching for a cause. You're not holding up signs for a cause. You're doing it for clout. And that's bullshit. I'm sorry. All I... In my opinion... I think if we was really against police brutality, if we was really against racism and police racism and profiling and shit like that, we would have started freaking a year and a half ago with Keith Bush, and we would have been sticking up for that, man. And before I go, I just want to say for anybody, anybody, because I've heard it before, I says, well, what, what are you doing? I don't see you protesting or doing this. And hello, 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 hello. Are you listening to me right now? Like, literally. What the fuck? What do you mean, what am I doing? You are listening to me right now. Obviously, I'm doing something, aren't I? 
the fuck are you doing? I hope you get your freaking 15 minutes of fame. And your freaking 1,000 likes. Because you got your clout. Horrible. Anyway. That's my rant for today. Political this radio. Long Island. Stand the fuck up. Come on. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, political this radio, and here's a history lesson for all you guys, and ladies, excuse me, now, and children too, for all those who are listening, here's a history lesson, do you remember what Speedway was before they turned into Speedway? It was actually Hess, Hess's colors were what? White and green, do you know why Hess chose the color white and green? I will tell you, and I gave you a pause for you guys to think about that and answer, not because I had no answer for it, but here's the answer. Because the original owner or of Hess, is his last name is Hess. He also owned the New York Jets. Their colors were white and green. So was Hess. Then Hess actually got sold or let me rephrase that, proper English here, then Hess actually was sold to the Speedway or some company who eventually made it into Speedway. Now, 7-Eleven and Speedway actually have a merger. Uh, For what I'm hearing, details are very iffy because it's, it's like a lot of, you know, you don't just have a merger and say, okay, I own this business and that's it. And this is what we're doing. You know, there's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of detail involved in it. So this is the situation as far as the 7-Eleven um, Speedway merger. As far as I know, as far as last I heard, you know, um, Speedway is actually not Speedway like the whole company, but I believe a good portion, if I'm not mistaken, of the independent Speedways, of the franchise Speedways, are actually owned by 7-Eleven. Excuse me. Which a lot of people are actually coming out and fighting against because they said it's illegal, it's a monopoly, it, 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 you know. Okay, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. They're saying it's not good and it's illegal on the strength that 7-Eleven is a convenience store. All Speedways have convenience stores. Not all 7-Elevens actually have... Actually, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. Not all Speedways actually have convenience stores. There's actually one really, really far out east on Long Island that's actually just a booth. And that's it. It's a gas station, but it's just a booth. So, they cannot say that it's actually a monopoly on the strength that not all speedways are act- have convenience stores and not all 7-Elevens are gas stations. 7-Elevens with gas stations just started popping up. So, even if there is a speedway across from a 7-Eleven with a gas station, is that still a monopoly? And here's why I ask. And I have to stick up for 7-Eleven on this part on the strength that Domino's, KFC... And Taco Bell, I'll say it again, Domino's, KFC, and Taco Bell, they are all owned by the same company. 
How many times, ladies and gentlemen, from down south to up north? Now remember, there are no 7-Elevens down south. A lot of speedways, as far as I know, as far as I know, there still are no 7-Elevens down south. If there are, then I apologize, I'm mistaken, but I've never seen a 7-Eleven past New Jersey. Anyway, how many times have you pulled into a parking lot and in the same parking lot, damn near right next to each other, is either one of the two or all three of a Taco Bell, a Domino's, and a KFC? Honestly. And not one person says anything about that. That's not a monopoly. That's not freaking wrong, right? That's not illegal one bit. But what 7-Eleven's doing? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's illegal. And this is coming from the same people who want to stop you and make bigger crimes and felonies out of Asian hate crimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's wrong to begin with. I understand that. But my thinking is, okay, if you're going to do that, then you're going to go ahead at, at the same exact time and say, no, 7-Eleven, you can't do this. But meanwhile, KFC and Domino's and Taco Bell, are they not owned all by the same company, but they all exist in the same parking lot in a lot of places? The point I'm trying to get across is, in my opinion, I honestly think because 7-Eleven is actually an Asian company, that's why they're saying no, oh no, 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 not happening. That's honestly my opinion. I don't know who owns freaking the other three companies that I was just naming 700 times. I'll look into it, but I I could be wrong. They could be an Asian company that owns freaking 7-Eleven, uh, excuse me, not 7-Eleven, that owns freaking Taco Bell and, you know, the other three companies that I just don't. I could be completely wrong, but I am guessing that this is the reason, like, it makes no sense. I am sticking up for 7-Eleven Speedway on this part. I, can, I, I I have to on the strength that it makes no sense to me why I just freaking, you know, over and over again for the last five minutes, I just explained to you why these three other companies who are owned by the same exact company, <clears throat> not the same people that own 7-Eleven, you get what I'm saying, but Taco Bell... Domino's, KFC for the three zillionth time, all three of them are owned by the same company, but yet they're allowed to actually open up shop in the same fucking shopping center, in the same shopping mall, in the same parking lot, you name it, nothing is said, 7-Eleven comes along, yeah, by the way, did you know there's a part in Asia, I forgot where, I don't want to say China or Japan because I don't want to mix up, like, you know, one destination from the other. But there is a part in Asia where I think it's, like, on average, every, like, 1,500 feet or so, if I'm not mistaken, there is actually a 7-Eleven. Like, literally, that's equivalent to, like, you walking out of, like, you know, your house, right? You make it a block and a half, and there's a 7-Eleven. You walk two and a half, three blocks, and there's another 7-Eleven. And then two blocks later, there's another 7-Eleven. Or, and I'm just overestimating that on a strength that I know there's a lot more 7-Elevens in between. So I'd rather be overestimating than underestimating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's the Speedway uh, merger, the Speedway uh, 7-Eleven merger. I actually, like like I said before, I have to stick up for 7-Eleven on this one because that makes no sense to me that there are people coming down hard on 7-Eleven when there's, and I'm just using the other three companies that I've been naming the whole time. I'm only using them as an example. There's plenty of other companies that do the same. Plenty of other companies that do the same exact. I'm only using them as an example. So I'm, I, I have to stick up for 7-Eleven on that part. Because that makes no freaking sense to me. Why these companies or people in general, the government or whomever wants to come down hard on 7-Eleven. For for a business practice. For a business practice that was practiced for decades and decades and decades on end. And now it's a problem because 7-Eleven fucking did it. Doesn't make sense to me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. This is Political This Radio. Thank you guys for watching. Love you guys. Remember, oh, before I go, always remember politicalthisradio at gmail.com. Remember politicalthisradio at gmail.com. If you guys have any responses, if you guys have any uh, subjects or topics you guys want us to touch on, please hit us up. Please send us an email. And we'll get right back to you, and we'll even we'll even talk about it live. Well, not live, because you know we have to anyway. Political this radio. We are going to talk about this fucking garbage ass. Mark Zuckerberg is not a scumbag. I we are going to talk about how much he's not a scumbag. This alien-looking motherfucker from Facebook. I don't know this nigga. I'm talking about Facebook. Facebook in general. Fucking all that shit, bro. That shit is garbage, in my opinion. TikTok is garbage. Do you know? Do you know? Hold on a second. Do you know what they're trying to do now? Okay, remember back in the day when they had the Harlem Shake, right? Now, do you remember when they put the Harlem Shake back out, which was not the Harlem Shake at all? And, like, in my head, I'm like, how come people in Harlem are like, no, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this isn't the Harlem Shake. You got a bunch of fucking rejects standing around like zombies shaking and shit. Like, they on the fucking reread line. That's not the Harlem Shake. You know what I'm saying? You totally missed the point of it. The Harlem Shake is go back to fucking Beanie Siegel and fucking, you know what I'm saying, the freeway. You'll see the Harlem Shake in that video, Rock the Mic. You'll see the Harlem Shake in fucking, you know, Jada Kiss's videos, a lot of that shit. You can't tell me the shit they put out a few years later is the Harlem Shake. They're doing the same motherfucking thing now with people that are quote-unquote woke. And I'm like, this is not what woke is. This is the complete opposite. This is a bunch of spoiled fucking people that are in, they, they think they're entitled to shit, so nobody else fucking matters, nobody else rights matters, none of that shit, that's not what woke is, and I'm fucking heated, because TikTok straight up took the fucking term woke, and was like, oh, no, no, these guys are woke now too, because, you know, they're canceling shit, no, that's not what woke is, woke 
is being aware of the fucking propaganda and the fucking, the bullshit that's going around, uh, you know what I'm saying, and the shit that the fucking government is trying to pull and all that, that's woke, not these fucking teeny bobbers walking around, I am woke now, look, 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 you see this, you're eating fish, you're racist, because I'm woke, no, that's not what the fuck that term means, I'm sorry, I have to say it, if they fucking take this podcast down or not, fuck TikTok, I'm sorry, fuck TikTok, I have to say it, straight up and down, because they straight up took the term fucking woke, which meant a lot of shit to a lot of people, and they fucking completely shit on that fucking term, but no, this is our term, no, it's not, if you hear the term woke, look into what you're actually looking into, because a lot of this shit and modern day fucking media and TikTok is fucking bullshit. They are not woke. That That's misentitlement right there. That's Mr. Entitlement. That is not fucking woke. Woke is when you're like, hey, guess what? I don't like the shit they're doing, but it's legal. They can get away with it. Morally, that's their decision. They can, you know what I'm saying? That's not, that. that's woke. Woke is not, oh my God, you have a difference of opinion? No, you're racist. You can't do that. It, it, like, it, how it, am I racist? I'm it, just chilling here it, and eating white. I'm party. eating white rice. How the fuck is that racist? You know what I'm saying? Like these fucking idiots that want to be like, oh, Aunt Jemima's racist. Um, I'm sorry, how many fucking black fucking celebrities, not even celebrities, how many black fucking figures, you get what I'm saying, besides Uncle Ben, how many motherfuckers, how is fucking Quaker Oats not racist, but fucking Aunt Jemima's racist, are you serious, is that a fictional character from not, not understanding, not Aunt Jemima was a you're fucking fictional fucking character, you're not gonna fucking on that one, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, Sorry. you don't got to be, brother. <laughs> I apologize. I was in the heat of the moment. I that pisses me off. Hey, motherfucker. Like, Quaker Oats is not racist. You fucking go, Quaker. Go, boy. Go, boy. But Andrew Mima's racist. I'm go, like, bro, as far as I was concerned, fuck that. Keep Andrew Mima. Fuck that shit. That's some good-ass fucking pancakes. Dead ass. I'm then tired of this shit on the strength that it seems to me, honestly, it seems to me that the media and these fucking quote-unquote woke motherfuckers, which aren't actually woke, they're just stealing Yo, the fucking name. Listen, listen, listen. Don't worry about that. It's just, right. In my opinion, it's a fucking suppression. Right. When they're like, oh, 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 guess what? Okay. Um, this is a black guy, right? Uh, yeah, he's a public yeah. figure. Well, racism, get rid of him. No, but yet you have all these other white figures. That's perfectly fine. Once again, you have fucking Aunt Jemima. Everybody wants because it's racist <laughs> to have Aunt Jemima. Fuck that. That's some good-ass fucking pancakes. What's going to happen five years from now? You're going to get some fucking white dude to be a fucking celebrity? Yeah, we won't eat. You're a spokesman for that. fucking... No, I'm yo, not doing that shit, bro. Do yo, not fucking... Yo, it's slow that... Slow the I'm sorry. Out, I was heated when I heard that. My, mother, right. my mother even sent me a picture. And she's the most non-political person of all. And she was like, what's wrong with this picture? I was like... 33% more pancake? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, no. Like right Aunt Jemima's yeah. picture is missing. I was like, yeah, oh, shit. Like I didn't even realize that. She said, you see how fucked up that is? I was like, that is really fucked up. Like, I, honestly, in my opinion, how come black people can't have a fucking mascot? How come, they can't, <laughs> how come they can't have somebody? Aunt Jemima, are you serious? That shit is delicious. Ain't nobody gonna tell me Aunt Jemima's fucking racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
How many fucking KKK motherfuckers are eating Aunt Jemima right now? Fucking pancakes and syrup. Get the fuck out of here. In my opinion, Angel Mima's uniting motherfuckers. That got, shit is delicious. I got it right. You can't tell a racist motherfucker, hey, you gonna eat them pancakes? You gonna use some syrup, right? What kind of syrup? Hey, Angel motherfucker, Mima. I'm using Angel Mima. What the fuck you think I'm using? This shit is right here, nigga. <laughs> fuck I that got shit. right here, right in your face. I'm sorry, but it's like it seems to me personally that every every person, every emblem, everything that has to do with the black community, it seems to me that people like no, that's racist, get rid of it. No, that's racist, get rid of it. No, that's racist, get rid of it. Um, I'm sorry, but you're getting rid of everything that has to do with black history, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? Answer mine is good than a motherfucker. How is it racist? Why do we need to get rid of it? I don't know. So in other words, fuck those motherfuckers that are trying to do away with fucking Answer Mime. That shit is delicious, man. How the fuck is it? I don't understand that shit. Because it has to do with slavery. It came around. Guess what? Her face is on the fucking, even though I, I don't believe it's actually a real person, but yeah. even if it was, do me a favor, this kid. person's face was on the fucking, the front of every, fr- it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm even sorry, I'm sorry, but Aunt Jemima is a representation, you know what I'm saying? Just like Quaker Roast, you know what I'm saying? Quaker Roast is a good ass oatmeal, Sorry. I'm not going to stop eating Quaker Oats because it's fucking Quaker Oats. I'm just saying, if you're going to do away with Aunt Jemima, get fucking rid of Quaker Oats then. Get rid of that guy. Political this radio. Aunt Jemima. <coughs> Sorry, I stand with Aunt Jemima. Fuck that shit. If you're going to fucking want to redo Aunt Jemima... Have a positive black lady on there to represent Aunt Jemima as your spokesperson. Don't get rid of fucking Aunt Jemima's fucking face. Don't get rid of, you know what I'm saying? Don't do that shit. And don't never put that that white guy on with that George Washington the wig. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Quaker Rose. That's perfectly fine. Hold on, hold on. I'm straight from Africa. You ain't, that nigga, they know this part, huh? I don't have to tell y'all motherfuckers nothing. I know that I make my name in this game, and that'll be my claim to fame. So, now that we have it, huh, who's smart, who's stupid, who, uh, what up? Yo, I, I, yo, I'm, I'm gonna say one thing, man. I'm not here to hurt, I'm here to help. Thank you. You don't have to listen to me, or you don't want to listen to me. All you gotta me. do is just open your ears for a second. That's it. One second. One only, we don't even give one, two, three, or four. We ask you for one. So what's the problem, man? Huh? Yeah, for real. Hey, that, I know where you're It gets me at. heated when now freaking the culture today is like, oh, we got to re- redo this. We can't have that as a spokesperson. We can't have that as a mascot. We can't have because it's all racist. It's all racist. But we have everyone at the end of the day. But, yeah, We're brothers and sisters. Like, uh, okay. We have this shit. I, I apologize, but uh, what's next? Like, Bob Marley is racist because he can't represent reggae music, you know what I'm saying, or Jamaica? No, that's racist. I honestly feel that's coming. I honestly feel that's coming. I know some dumb, dumb fuck is gonna fucking come out and like, hey, my parents don't watch me, so you hey, have to watch hey, me. So, so guess what? 
Bob guess, Marley's race. No, that's no. motherfucking Jamaican you, culture. If you think it's racist, exactly. then go fuck yeah. yourself. Go yeah, read the exactly. book. Go fucking and, watch yep. some fucking you're history, bro. Yo, there it is. You're steaming. Yo, cause the real thing, well, yo, yo, you can't do the culture, you know, you're steaming. Yo, we, uh, yo, we live back, yo, this is life, you know, my, yo, brethren, this is life, you know. Yeah. We sit back, we ease off, we get all the worries and things and like them shit, all that shit away from the place, you, you, you know. You know how many times, hold on a second, you know how many times I was thinking to myself, like, yo, I would love to go to fucking Jamaica. Obviously, I don't have the money for it, but if I did, I would love to go to Jamaica. Yo, because yeah. I'm a corner, man. And of I would course. like to shoot a video out there and fucking Jamaican culture and shit like that. So why you People, never did? Because, well, one, I don't have the money. But I was already thinking, like, when I was, like, lining it up and shit like that, I was like, yo, as soon as I get out there, yeah. people are going to be like, you can't do that. That's racist. What's yeah. racist? I'm in fucking Jamaica. This Fuck, is Jamaican you know? fucking culture. Hey, yo, like, tell me what the fuck is know. racist yo, about yo, me you're fucking... Going- I'm yo, not exploiting it. I'm showing people, hey, yo, this yo, is a fucking Jamaican, yo, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you know what I'm saying now, though, right? You You call me out there, I might go to this shit. Yo, I bring you straight up blood clutch, punished on. That's where they all busted up first time. For I bring real, bro. Asylum. I bring another club. You see me? There are people you meet, you know. You see me? Yo. Yo, I mean, man, put the block, you know. Yo, bouncy, bro. You see me? We do. Political right. this radio. We gonna about to get into the next conversation about Jamaica. Hey, wait, big up, big up. You want to hear a fact about Jamaica? I just looked it up. Jamaica, and this is how beautiful Jamaica as a culture is. It really is. Because a lot, and this is going to the United States, and for a lot of other people who've ever wondered, those in the United States, have you ever been to Long Island? Okay, pop quiz. Is Jamaica smaller or bigger than Long Island? Pretty black. Not to put you on the spot, but is Jamaica smaller or bigger than Long Island? What do you think it is? I just looked it up, and I was astonished. And this is why, like, I have so much more respect for the Jamaican culture. On the strength that, okay, Long Island is 20 miles from north to south, and it's 180 miles, if I'm not mistaken, from east to west. Now, this was like as of 20, 30 years ago. Now it might be a little bit less because, you know, it's an island. I don't give a fuck who says, no, it's a peninsula. No, it's a fucking island. If it's a peninsula, why do we have to go through Queens and Brooklyn to actually cross a bridge to fucking get across the island? Because it's a fucking island. I hate to tell you. Brooklyn and Queens is part of Long Island. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Jamaica, just looked it up, is actually 11... 11, for the third time, 11 times smaller than Long Island. That's equivalent, literally, that's equivalent to, like, I want to say, like, we we have, like, freaking 
Um, Rocky Point, Sound Beach, Miller Place, Mount Sinai, and probably Shore. And that's it. That would be the size of Jamaica. To me, it's like, bro, that is fucking hot. I didn't realize Jamaica was so small. But that just, to me personally, it's just so much more respect to the culture of Jamaica. That's what we generate, you know. You call it Jamaica for a reason, you know. That is so much more respect to the culture of Jamaica. That they would like... Okay, for those who don't understand, that's literally the size of, like, your town plus, like, the two or three towns surrounding it, maybe four or five, depending on where you live in the United States or anywhere throughout the world. But once again, for those who are mathematicians, Long Island is 20 miles north to south, but 180 miles east to west. Jamaica is actually 11 times smaller. Now, do your math and actually do... Jamaica's actually a lot smaller than I personally think Hey, are you recording still, Ruben? Yeah, of course I'm recording. All right, so now, Once again, before you start talking, much love to Jamaica, because that's phenomenal on the strength that they're so small, but yet they get, you know what I'm saying, the Jamaican culture is out there, like, big time. To me, that's just phenomenal. Like, like, I thought it was, like, the size of, like, you know what I'm saying, Texas or something like that. (laughs) So go ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, pretty black. We're going to no, no, yo, 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 like, you know, you're easing in my youth. Yo, you're all right. You see me. Yo, blessings and greetings, David. See me, yo. Brethren, see me, I say. So, let me dip on you. You see me, I say. Me dip on you, right? So. All right, let's talk about you making fucking food. Blood, the bun, the bun. Yo, bun. Yeah, yo, you want cheese the bun? Man, blood, blood clad, Jamaica. Yo, that's what you want. My blood clad, yo. And I can't let you. Let's see me. All right, Jake, I fucked it up. Yo, yo, me show my money of respect. Yo, bigger. Yo, his station, every blood clad day, you know. Yeah, we're still still recording. You see what I say? Like, and you record that shit. Bun. bun, bro. The bun right here, bro. That is so, bro. And the fucking cheese, dead ass, bro. The what fuck, the fuck do you listen, mean? listen. <clears throat> when you told me, like, yo, uh, yo. the Jamaican bun is really expensive, and I'm thinking, and you, you pulled out the yummy bun, the spice bun from Yummy, right? <clears throat> so you pulled it out, right? I'm thinking in my head, it can't be that, you know? Okay. I looked it up, the shit was fucking good, delicious as fuck. I actually wanted to buy my mother a freaking, like, a nice size freaking freaking spice bun, a yummy bun for my mother, or any freaking Jamaican spice bun. Well, she would have ate it. My mother's a fanatic, just like me, for freaking different foods. I mean, she doesn't like spicy. She got soul on her, though. Yeah, of course, of course. I love that. So I checked out the prices on Amazon, too, and I'm like, all right, how much for like five ounces, six ounces? Wait, what the fuck? And I might be over exaggerating, but the point is that you are not lying. That shit is fucking expensive, expensive. Holy shit, and it's delicious, and I understand why it's expensive. Personally, I personally, if I had enough money to do it, I would have bought a whole freaking loaf. I would have bought a few pounds. The freaking cheese, delicious. 
because American cheese, as a lot of Americans know, and everybody else across the world, American cheese is not actually cheese. It's a shitload of bullshit. You want some real cheese? And it tastes, it's just so fucking creamy and delicious. What kind of cheese was that that we were eating the other day with the Jamaican? Yeah, yo, that's original style, you know, Yoruba. That's original thing that come upon cheese, you know. You see me? That's, yo, that's, the, yo, that see them cheese there? You can't find that cheese in the world. Bro, yo. that was creamy. so fucking creamy and it was so delicious. Like, I, I bit into that and the bread at the same time. I'm like, this is fucking food right here, bro. The Jamaican, listen, the Jamaican culture is just so fucking beautiful. From reggae to the fucking food that the Jamaican culture has, like, it's just freaking... And I brought a point before we started recording, too, I actually brought a point to black. It's just like the Philadelphia cheesesteaks. Everybody in America knows Philadelphia cheesesteaks, listen, most people don't know how to do that shit properly. Except for some people in New York, not gonna lie. Other than that, if you want a real fucking Philadelphia cheesesteak, go to fucking Philadelphia and they'll tell you how it's done. Same thing like with Jamaican beef patties. Like, them shits are good, I'm not gonna lie. But as I'm eating them, I'm thinking in my head like, wait, hold on a second. This shit is good, but I bet you if I go to Jamaica and have a real fucking beef patty, like it's different water, it's different texture. On top of that, it's made by the Jamaican culture. You know what I'm saying? If I go to Jamaica, I'm going to eat a fucking beef patty that's fucking worth eating. You know what I'm saying? No offense to anybody that makes beef patties out here. But I just feel like it's you want a beef patty, go to Jamaica and get a beef patty, which I have to do now. <laughs> now I have to go to Jamaica and get a beef patty. Because <laughs> I'm itching to find out like exactly like what a real Jamaican beef patty fucking tastes like. Yo, my you, yo, 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 listen to me, yo, listen to me. What just fucked up? Hold on a minute. I'll let, you, I'll let you go, I'll let you go. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go. Come on, go on, go on. My go. thing was, there was a lot of people in Jamaican beef patties, like, first started, like, circulating in Long Island part, like, the suburbs, quote, unquote. That means the white neighborhoods, in case anybody didn't know, because, you know, the white neighborhoods. Jamaican beef products started popping up, and they were literally like, no, no lie, like there, there were people walking in there like, yeah, can I get some ham on that Jamaican beef patty, throw some cheese, oh, you got pepperoni, in my head, I'm like, you do realize how many people from Jamaica actually like are Muslim, they don't eat any of that shit, and you're walking in trying to throw some pepperoni and some ham on some Jamaican beef patties, bro, like, I understand the cheese, but... For real? <laughs> like, how much harder can you disrespect the culture? Like, like I will, the majority of them don't eat pork to begin with. That's the fucking devil's meat. You know what I'm saying? That goes back to what? The Muslim culture, if I'm not mistaken. And it just freaking surprises me. Like, and it's not even white people, too. It's Spanish people, black people, white people. Men, yeah, can you throw some pepperoni? Yeah, I want some ham on that Jamaican beef patty. And I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, in my head, I'm like, why are you doing this? Please don't do that. You're I'm in one of these You're just disrespecting the culture right there. Like, you don't throw fucking pork on a Jamaican beef patty. You know what I'm saying? You just don't do it. That's like going in freaking um, a McDonald's in the middle of fucking India. Hey, how can I help you? Yeah. 
Um, can I get a, uh, Falaha burger? I believe that's what it's called, if I'm not mistaken. I might be, like, mispronouncing it, but I, it's like a Falaha burger or some shit like that. Yeah, oh. can I get it with beef? These motherfuckers would look at you, and they would, like, literally, like, in India, they're probably, I don't know the culture in India, but they're probably able, at least the police are, to fuck you up before you get into the fucking, you know what I'm saying? I make sure Even speaking about beef in India, bro, you don't do that shit. That's like, that's that's literally equivalent to walking into India and be like, yeah, can I get a falaha burger and uh, can you... Can I have it with two patties? Okay, two turkey patties, chicken patties, you know, veggie patties, two beef patties. Are you fucking with me, sir? (laughs) I guarantee in India, two beef patties. Are you fucking with me, sir? (laughs) That'd be the first thing, because they don't play either, bro. They keep their shit real. Are you fucking with me, sir? Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Political this radio, listen, man. If you're gonna eat some Jamaican food, by all means, it's fucking delicious. Delicious. Try the yummy spice rum. Not in any way associated with yummy spice rum. They're not paying us to say this. We are just freaking, it's delicious. That's it, sorry. It's just free marketing for them, I guess you could say. I don't know, but it's delicious. Definitely try the Jamaican cheeses that they have out there, plural, which means there's more than one cheese. But definitely try the cheese. Definitely try some, like some real, some real Jamaican cooking. The Jamaican culture is beautiful. And once again, like I said, you heard it once and you'll hear it again. It's 11 times smaller than Long Island. Which to me personally is just that much more respect for the Jamaican culture hey, because oh they were able like listen I just, come on oh boy yeah beautiful yeah. it's beautiful yeah you got bun there a bun there upon you you got bun eat yeah. No, we do, and this is uh, net weight, 35 ounces, 992 grams, and I guarantee you, that was freaking, an, that was literally an arm and a leg compared to a regular loaf of bread, or even if you get that shit double wrapped in Italian fucking, like, you know, pastry place somewhere, no offense, I love me some Italian food and Italian pastry places, but that bread is not going to be, get some real Italian bread, in an Italian restaurant, not an Italian restaurant, Yo, Italian delicatessen, yeah, that shit ain't gonna be $22 for a fucking loaf, I guarantee you that. I tell you what, we get we, we off and sell off, you know. That shit is delicious. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening once again, please, please get into the Jamaican culture. And I, I personally, think, I brought this up so many times. I said, okay, hold on a second. When it comes to politics, when it comes to this and that, why is everything African-American? And this is no, no disrespect to African-Americans whatsoever. In my opinion, I'm like, you do realize that like Jamaicans are here too. You know what I'm saying? What about Jamaican Americans? What about people that are fresh, fresh, or you know what I'm saying? Fresh here from Jamaica. Yeah. Like what the fuck, bro? You realize Haiti, Haiti and Jamaica is on like what the same? No, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Jamaica, like that's not in Africa. Like my baby Nisi, pick up, pick up on the chest. Can't say this. 
That's well, my thing. I think honestly, I mean, I, I, I black bitch, you know. In culture, I think I, I honestly think black history itself or the black community itself is being so misrepresented in culture on a strength that nobody wants to talk about. Yo, you know how many freaking good leaders were from Jamaica? Bob Marley. Nobody wants to talk about that in history in class. I read right? things because of you know what I'm saying? Like, Here we say. The yeah. Haitian community. Yeah. And, and, and this is no disrespect to the African community. It's just like, okay, if you're going to teach black culture, like Miss Lady herself even said it. If you're going to teach black culture, why are we only teaching one black culture? I really think you know. Like, black people aren't just freaking, like, obligated to, like, Africa. You know what I'm saying? Or segregated to Africa or however you want to call it. You can't separate this. You see me? There, there are black people in freaking Haiti, Jamaica, Dominican Republic, even Puerto Rico, which is part of the United States. Like, let's call a spade a spade here. That's what irritates me. It's like, yo, why do you teach black culture? I'm like, we're going to teach black culture. Um, in February, when it comes up, and we're only going to teach, like, three or four people, and, like, we're going to keep it, like, you know, Africa. <laughs> and um, to me, it's like, no, black culture is black culture. You need to teach fucking Bob Marley. You need to teach this guy. You need to teach fucking that guy. You need to teach Malcolm X. Yeah, the real thing, yo, yo, same as Brendan. Yeah, the real thing is, yo, the man in the deal with the system, you know, and the system go a long way in the me. Hard times, hard times, hard times. No, and then, hey, yo, the man, yeah, then one, listen. That's your boy dead, you know. See me. Hey, yo. Yeah. This is my man, Stacy. I just feel personally, it's like the same thing with Black History Month. It's Black History Month, and the media and everybody else pushes a Black History Month. And me, and personally, it's like, isn't Black History Month, you're teaching American culture. It's not like you're actually teaching from Africa and Jamaica and Haiti and what happened thousands of years ago or hundreds of years ago. Plural, hundreds of years ago. No, you're teaching teaching American culture, but yet you're actually segregating it or relegating it or however you want to call it to one fucking month. And then you're like, oh yeah, these three people, like they mattered. Anything else didn't matter. So don't worry about what happened hundreds and thousands of years ago. But you want to speak of hundreds and thousands of years ago, Christopher Columbus, who wasn't even fucking part of America at that time, because if Christopher Columbus was, did discover America, anybody want to answer this question? Who is America Vespucci? Does anybody want to answer that question? Yeah, you got him already. I'm going to answer it. Yo, my Fuck boy is done with y'all niggas, bro. nigga. My, and, and, I'm sorry. And, 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 like, my if we got to celebrate black culture, we need to celebrate black culture. Yo, Not just one yo. section of black culture. Yo, my nigga done with fuck y'all. that shit. Don't we ever need to fuck celebrate all of black culture, okay. not just one I section. I got his back. Well, this is the cut. I got his back. Political this radio. <laughs> Yeah. You're lucky you went on for this long. I could have split it up and you would have been listening. You would have been listening to my ass talk about Anchor for fucking three and a half fucking minutes. (laughs) Politicalist Radio. Tune into the next episode. Okay, first of all, I need to crack a beer for this and light a cigarette because this is pure. Listen, if, if you work for any police department in Florida right now, you must be the absolute coolest motherfuckers on the planet.
hands down. Oh, you thought I was going to switch up and say something nasty about police in Florida. Police in Florida is fucking, they must be the coolest dudes on the planet. Because apparently everybody in Florida thinks they're a police officer. Everybody loves being a police officer in Florida. Have you seen this shit? This freaking Reed Jack, Jeremy DeWitt, he thinks he's a police officer. He tries to lie and say he's not a police officer, but he thinks he's a police officer. Then this guy goes to jail, and he's calling people on the freaking jail phone and telling them, hey, this is recorded. Get rid of that. Huh? You know, the... You want me to get rid of it? Get rid of it. We're being recorded. Get rid of it. Oh, yeah, keep going. Like, you're already arrested. You might as well just fucking admit to it. Like, come on, guy. Then you got this guy. And this ain't the first two, three, four people I've seen. Like, I watched this shit, and I'm like, are the police officers that cool in fucking Florida that everybody wants to be a fucking police officer? <laughs> Everybody's getting arrested for they think they're real-life police officers or FBI agents or federal marshals. And I'm watching this... <laughs> freaking this guy's gotta be he's got the colonel sanders mustache and right now and for those of those so let me point out what i'm actually watching right now it's from on youtube obviously but it's called the channel is real world police okay and right now i'm watching the segment where the florida man at best buy and he's a foreign person let me rephrase that florida man arrested at best buy for impersonating a federal marshal I was actually beating around the bush there because I didn't want to say the exact name, but then I realized, well, how the fuck are people supposed to realize what you're listening to if you don't tell them the exact title? <laughs> but that's what it is. Florida man arrested at Best Buy for impersonating a federal marshal. Real world police. And this is hysterical. This dude's got the KFC Colonel Sanders freaking, he's got the glasses, he's got the mustache, and if it grows any longer, he can freaking twirl it at the end. He's got the hairdo. Apparently, he's a limo driver. He just admitted he doesn't have a limo license either, to the license to drive a limo. I believe it's a livery, or livery. I call it livery. Livery sounds like shit. Anyway. This is fucking comedy, pure gold comedy. This really is. This is like the funniest. When I see people impersonating police officers, that shit is hysterical. Especially when the police come and start fucking with them for about 20 minutes before they finally arrest them. Because they'll just tell, yeah, hey, why don't you just uh, hang out? <coughs> hang out over there. Yeah, it's cool, bro. Just, just sit down. Can I smoke? Yeah, yeah smoke a cigarette. It's all right. You want to do some jumping jacks? Sit in your car. Call a bunch of your friends up. Have a picnic. It's okay. Like, they lead them into thinking it's cool and this guy's a police officer or a federal marshal. And then, like, within 15, 20 minutes when they're tired of fucking with the guy, and it's always a guy. It's always a guy. When they're tired of fucking with him, then, like, right, you know what? Put your hands behind your back, huh? You're, you're not a cop. Uh, uh, I'm not a cop, officer. Let me tell you the truth. We just fucking discussed that. You're not a cop. What are you doing, guy? Like, it is hysterical. I feel so bad. I don't feel bad for this guy, because this guy over here, Colonel Sanders, the suspect, was walking into freaking Targets or Walmarts or wherever he was walking into. Let me see if I can catch the name again. Best Buy, sorry, same difference. And he was flashing his badge, and then he would go over the electronic aisle and start stealing cell phones. And they qu they're questioning him about it in the interrogating room, because I'm, like, towards the middle slash end of the video. And this guy is just incriminating the shit out of himself. 
He was like, oh, you're, you're, what do you work for, Federal Marshal? You have a gun on you? Yeah, it's right here. You have a license? No. You have ID? No. Um, aren't you a Federal Marshal? Why are you carrying a gun? It's not a real gun. You having a fake gun on you and you're a Federal Marshal? I'm not a Federal Marshal. That was the easiest, if only, I bet you police watch, watch this themselves and freaking burst out laughing on a strength that that is the easiest bust in the world like how fuck the interrogating room you could have just cut it only took about 10 seconds for this guy to fuck everything up this guy had a fake beds everything holy smokes folks holy smokes folks listen if you guys have the chance i urge you watch people who pretend to be freaking police officers this is the most hysterical thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry, but I don't know mentally what's going on with people who pretend they're police officers like I, or FBI agents or, you know, something on a federal level like that. I just find it pure gold, especially when police like you have to take the police's side on that. How can you be like, fuck the police? You have to take the police's side on that one, especially when they walk up <laughs> and they're just eyeballing the fucking guy. Because once again, I've never seen a, uh, a lady being arrested for impersonating the police officer. They might be on here, but I just think they already know, like, all right, we're going to fuck with this guy for, like, 10 to 20 minutes. And they just fucking, they ball out laughing once they... <laughs> Holy shit, this is so funny. This is so funny. So, I have to stick up for the police on this one. Florida police, do you. This is, thank you for supplying me with this pure gold, because this is hysterical. I love watching shit like this. I've been watching it for like 48 hours already. It is just hysterical, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, real world police. Put that channel on YouTube and you'll just freaking ball out laughing. Hey, light yourself a bowl. Eat yourself a bowl. A cereal. Drink yourself a beer. Drink yourself a Slurpee. Who cares? Just enjoy yourself and watch this. It is hysterical, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for watching Political This Radio. Thank you for listening. Excuse me. Political This Radio. Let everybody know. Political This Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And we're working right now on our sound effects. Because we have a lot going on right now. Remember, like, a few months ago, we're taking a break and we're upscaling and what's next for Political is Radio. We're going back to YouTube within the next two months or so. And I'm not going to lie. Didn't want to go back to YouTube, but Miss Lady V actually brought it to meet my attention a few weeks ago. She was like, are you ever going to get back to YouTube? Like, what's been going on with that? And I was thinking about it. Then within the next month, month and a half, hopefully we will have a legit freaking, we're working on a studio right now. Remember the shitty freaking, the shitty studio we had, it was literally a couch sitting in the bedroom. We are redoing everything. We'll have a legit background. We're going to have legit audio. You hear that noise in the background? That's actually pretty black playing with the sound effects. Hit the applause. Hit the applause button. Scroll all the way to back up. All the way back up. Cause we got sound effects. Like I said, there's an audio mixer coming tomorrow. By next week, hopefully within a week, week and a half, two two weeks tops, we'll actually have um, legit freaking shit for the studio itself. Political this radio studios. I cannot wait for this. This is gonna be freaking fire. And on top of that, pretty black 
can be over here in his studio and I can be in my studio <clears throat> and I can actually Bluetooth it to where both of us are having a podcast together and he's actually live. And because I actually have a legit digital freaking camera plus the cell phones plus the tablets, I can actually get multiple different camera angles and I can actually, when we're on YouTube, hopefully we can actually, uh, well, when we're back on YouTube, let me rephrase that. Hopefully we can live stream there. I know for a fact on Instagram, we can live stream on Instagram. So within the next month, month and a half tops, we will definitely, definitely be well equipped and we will be up and running again. We're doing phenomenal now. We had to take a back step. <laughs> and a knockout, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we had to take a back step because, hey, pandemic affects everybody. So we had to rethink our shit. You know what I'm saying? No sense in me going on YouTube Editing was freaking crazier than a motherfucker to begin with. And on top of that, we didn't have the legit studio to begin with. But now we're catching up on that. Like said, yeah, we we got we got another sound mixer coming in tomorrow. Like I said, by next week, we should have the background set for Political This Radio. And we'll be fucking legit. I'm hoping within the next month, month and a half tops. It'd be cool if it was two, three weeks from now, but month, month and a half tops, ladies and gentlemen. Political this, <clears throat> drink another one. Political this radio is back, ladies and gentlemen, in full force. And by the way, for anybody who's listening right now, political this radio, I said it before and I'll say it again. Political this radio at gmail.com definitely gmail us let us know what you want to hear let us know what topic you want to hear about even if you want to complain and bitch and moan about something by all means go ahead and hit us up just let us know and i'm making it clear now let us know that you don't want your shit being read online and we will not say this email was from so and so if you do not do that then we'll go right there and say, hey, uh, this email, well, we'll be respectful and not say, hey, you know, this piece of shit, we're not going to do that because you're actually reaching out for us, even to us, even if you're upset or not. Oh. Well, so, oh. <laughs> yeah, so with that said, before we go, we're going to listen to some sound effects we got lined up. Go ahead. <laughs> I like that, I like that. Ooh. We can actually use that for it, so. motherfucker right there. Okay, we could probably use that one for something. Yep, we could use that. 
Oh, look. <laughs> Play that one again. Play that oh, one again. It's called One Tough. One Tough Sucker. Uh-oh. One Tough Sucker. O-M-G. Oh, my God. Becky. O-M-G. <laughs> look at her butt. One Tough Sucker. <laughs> Devil's having trouble playing? O-M-G. Plays. Scroll up, scroll up. O-M-G. <laughs> oh, those are piano freaking keys. Yeah. Oh, that's yo, I was like that. yo, when you uh -huh. go to all songs, they got mad shit. I didn't know that. See, you ain't do that. No, we go to uh, all sounds, all sounds. Yeah, it has animals and it has freaking uh, sound effects itself. I was, did you, yeah. you went to the whole page? Uh, yeah, I went to all sounds. I didn't go to the whole shit. There was a lot of them. It's a whole bunch of shit we didn't even see at the end. We are Political This Radio. Oh, we are out. Oh, Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with part two in just a few minutes. Yo, no, hold, hold that. Hold that for two seconds. Uh -huh. I'm recording right now. Yeah. Political This <clears throat> Excuse me, verbal bullshit. <clears throat> Political this radio, we're back. Question. Oh, for me? Yeah, for I'm you. Now weed. check this out, Let's right? Get some weed, then, Nick. Of course, of course. Let's go. What do you want? What the fuck? They right. want? You just my one, Hold on a second. A number one viewership is comes from 100% Seattle, Washington. Is our number one viewership. Okay. Now that takes a day and a fucking arm and a leg to fucking get over there. I, no offense, Seattle, Washington. I love you guys. Big up to them, when, man. Y'all niggas support us. Y'all watch us. Number Big one. That's our number one supporters. Who's 100% Seattle, New York love y'all. Don't even worry about that. Our number two supporters, though, and big up to them, is Columbus, Ohio. Right, all right. Since you not, number two, at 100% mark is Columbus, Ohio. So, my question is... Got a couple of peoples out there, Columbus, Ohio. Big up to them. You already know who you are. And have. that's literally like right next to New York. Yes, it's sir. Ohio. You know what I'm saying? I like the colleges out there. So, within the next few months, hopefully, January at the latest, I think the SoWow support to Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, I think we need to go to Columbus, Ohio. I mean, being that we from New York, you know, we like to do this, man. So it's no problem with us coming down there, paying them a visit, you know, spread a little love. See what this really about, I was you know. thinking about that, too. I was like, you know what? We need to go to Columbus, Ohio. Because then our number two supporters, it's not like cause we ain't going out there on no beef shit. We going out there to celebrate. Ah, We're going out there with nothing but respect and love. You guys are nobody number even two supporters. First of all... Ain't we nobody show us yo. some love when we get out there because yeah. you know we're going to be showing you guys some love. It's not yeah. like we're going to be walking and you see this shit a lot. And that's what irritates me when people go, the world city or, or the town city is joint to eat at and this shit is nasty in my head. I'm like, bro, you're fucking humiliating your own town or wherever you go. You know what I'm saying? We don't do that. If we're showing love to Columbus, Ohio, we're going to walk into the world freaking Columbus, Ohio shittiest place and we're going to tell you how good that food is. Then we're going to walk into the freaking wherever next and look yo you gotta check out the ambiance of this yo you gotta check out this yo you gotta be here this is fire 
Trust you me, in the very near future, I'll definitely let Columbus, Ohio know how it's going down, but we're going to take a trip. Sooner or later, we're going to Columbus, Ohio, hopefully before the year's end, because I like to overestimate shit, not underestimate it. If I'm thinking by September or October in my head, I'm like, year's end. Hopefully, we can get it done before then. Deadass, but Columbus, Ohio, here we come. Political List Radio is going out there, and we're going to let the world, the world... Know how great Columbus, Ohio is. We're going to let them know how great the eateries are. We're going to let them know how great the freaking night spots are. 100%. And so you guys, nothing but respect. Political is radio. Within the near future, we are going to Columbus, Ohio. Seattle, Washington. Hopefully, within the next year, year and a half, we'll be able to make it over there. And let everybody know how great King County is. Seattle, Washington. But until then, within the near future, Columbus, Ohio, thank you guys so much for being our number two supporters. 100% New York still holds reign at number three. And I just, I just looked into it. Just yesterday, I just looked into the, you know, the breakdown and shit. Believe it or not, thank you, Westbury. I didn't, that, that's not what I meant by believe it or not. I meant believe it or not, Westbury just popped up on the map. Under New York, as being supporters of Political List Radio. So, thank you, Westbury, New York, 100%. Thank you guys for listening, Columbus, Ohio. We will let you know 100% when we will be there. We are taking a trip, and we're going to hang out, and we're going to celebrate the city it is a city, right? I know it's a capital, obviously. Well, is it a capital? I don't know. I apologize. We're going to find out, and we're going to have some news for you before we go there, because obviously we got to do our research. I don't want to disrespect Columbus, Ohio in any way, so we're going to do our research. Columbus, Ohio, here we come. Thank you guys so much for being supporters of Political List Radio. We love you, and we'll let you know the details, but we're going to Columbus, Ohio. 